This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Thank you so much for joining my podcast and live stream spazzing out. I'm the host of the podcast. People call me spaz. They call me Anthony. And if they call me Tony, it means that they're not my friend. I don't mind if someone calls me Tony, but that's how you know that they don't know me. They call me Tony. There are like two people in this world that I actually know really well that call me Tony. And they just do it as a joke because they know that when I when someone calls me Tony, it's like, yeah, this guy doesn't know me. They call me Tony. Aunt Paz or Spaz or Anthony would all be acceptable. Anyways, we're early with the show today. The reason that we're early with the show today is, one, I don't know what time I can do the program anymore. I'm doing it five times a week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, but I don't have an exact time anymore. I, I wanted to do it at 6.30 every night, but it didn't pan out for two reasons. I work a lot. Uh, my junk removal company, Take Junk, takes up a lot of my time as I'm building the company. Probably going to take up even more of my time now as I'm starting to go in a different direction with the company. I'll get into that another day, but it's it's going to take a little bit more of my time as I try to grow it in a, in a different manner. Um, but I'm never home in time to do the podcast. And then when I get home, I don't get to spend any quality time with my family. And surprisingly, my family actually likes to spend time with me. Don't ask me why. I wouldn't want to spend time with me, but they want to spend time with me. They want to go to the beach. And I said, you know what, guys? I want to go to the beach too. But if we go now, I'm just going to have to leave in an hour. So why don't I bang out the podcast and then we'll all go up to the beach. I live on Revere Beach. I'm a street back. I don't live on the beach. But, you know, literally you could throw a stone. I mean, I guess if you were Tom Brady, you could throw a stone and hit the beach. Um, I am having a beverage. The, the beverage of choice today, I might get canceled for the beverage that I'm drinking. It's plantation rum. It's pretty good. Now, it doesn't have high alcohol content. I like to have a rum that's at least 90 to 100 proof. I, I like it to have a kick to it, and I like to taste the booze in my drink. When I'm drinking an alcoholic beverage, I want to taste the booze. Same thing with my Jello shots. I want to taste the booze. So pretty good rum. The neighbors bought it for me because I did them uh, 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 one of their sisters a favor. Um, I picked up some, um, you know, a uh, an oil tank from their house the other day. So they bought me a bottle of booze, and I'm enjoying it right now. It's called Plantation Rum, which I'm sure plantations will get canceled, even though Plantation is the proper name for. I guess a farm or, or something that's a, a, a plantation, but plantations now probably are going to get canceled. But I don't want to get into that crap. I, I don't really care. I'm just letting you know that that's the name of the alcohol that I'm drinking. And we're here live now because I want to go spend some time with my family. So I don't know what time the podcast is going to be in the future. I, I, I know that it's going to be six o'clock or later most days. I don't know when. I'm trying to figure it out. And on the other end, I might be buying some equipment. That'll give you guys the ability during the podcast to actually call and be a part of the podcast. That's that's coming up. I'm I'm not too far away from being able to afford it. It wouldn't do anything for you guys who that, that listen to the podcast right now. Like if you're listening in your car, yeah, bro, don't you wouldn't be able to call, bro, because it's pre-recorded. But if you're watching live and you wanted to call, 
I'm trying to figure that out, which I think would be cool because you guys all know I have a tough time reading the comments as I do the podcast because it messes me up. Now, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so. I have to say this over and over and over again because there are still people that actually listen to the podcast but haven't subscribed to it. Go to wherever you listen to your podcast, find Spazzing Out, or just go to anthonypaziali.com and you can click on that and it'll show you all the places you can get my podcast. Boom, you subscribe. Now, if you're on Facebook, like my page. Like my Facebook page and share this live feed. If you're watching on TikTok, great news. Looks like TikTok is going to be around for the long haul. I'll talk about that in a moment. But my TikTok peeps, if you don't follow me, follow me. Follow me now. I doubt you could share the feed, but you can let everybody know that we're always doing this live stream Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. Briefly, um, of course, we. anytime I do the podcast, my family gets into a fight. My son and my daughter are now fighting upstairs. Everything was cool up until the point that I started recording the podcast. Now they're upstairs fighting. This is one of the problems that I have with the podcast. I set up, I want to get it done, and then boom, my kids start fighting. So I'm sure we'll have to deal with that spilt milk at some point during the program. I can hear my son yelling at my daughter and my daughter vice versa. But of course, there was no problem up until the podcast started. So if dad's not, uh, uh, when dad's doing something, it's it's always a problem. But it's okay. Um, TikTok. Real quick, as you guys know, TikTok is one of my favorite social medias. I absolutely love TikTok. And we all got a little bit nervous because we thought TikTok was going to get banned. But instead, our president pulled a boss, a boss. What the fuck is a boss? Pulled a boss move, a beast ass move, and basically forced this Chinese company to make TikTok an American company. So here's what's happening right now. Behind the scenes, as, as details are coming out from reporters, Trump forced the sale of TikTok, which is a, which is a social media company owned by um, BitData. I don't know the name of the company. It's a Chinese company. But here in America, it's called TikTok. The American portion of the company is getting sold off. There are 70 investors that invest in TikTok here in the United States that are going to take the company along with Microsoft. Microsoft is going to control the data for TikTok and make sure that none of this data is uh, used in China or sold to China. It's going to be right here in the United States. So Microsoft will just sell our information in the same way that tick in, in the same way that Facebook does uh, Cambridge Analytics, whatever. Bottom line is Trump used a national. I just I just I love it because Trump used a national security law to force the sale of TikTok to make it an American company. Trump's like, yeah, this is this is what he did. He said this is a hugely popular medium. It's it's wildly popular. There are a hundred million people active users here in the United States. This should be a United States company. The guy's like, we want social media made in America, company built in America, run by Americans. Now it's going to be run by Americans. So fantastic. We were all upset with Trump. Like, oh, I can't believe he's going to shut down TikTok. He wasn't. His plan was to make it an American company. Now it's an American company or will be in the next few days and it'll be run by Americans and jobs will be created here in America. America, TikTok, um, has said they're going to create 10,000 jobs in the next year. They're pushing to get up to $20,000 in the next three years, uh, 20,000 jobs in the next three years. And they're going to be giving money to people like myself at, who are creators. So phenomenal. Great job by our president. When we all thought that he was trying to screw us over and we all got upset. And I've always supported Trump, but this one I was pissed about because I'm like, I can't believe he's going to shut down TikTok, but he's not. He's not shutting down TikTok. The dude was smart. What he did was forced. Now, I don't know if I, listen, 
You might not like the fact that the government can have the power to force somebody's hand into selling their business. It's a very uncapitalistic thing to force someone to sell their business. So that that's kind of the downside of it. And it sets a precedent that the president can actually make that happen. But in this instant, I love it. Took the company out of the hands of a Chinese company, put it right into the into 70 investors here in the United States and into Microsoft. What does this do for Microsoft, though? Microsoft now becomes a huge player in social media. Overnight, Microsoft becomes a massive player. 100 million accounts, active users, getting that data, figuring out what these people like, how, what their buying habits. I mean, dude, the data, it's, it's ridiculous. And they're going to use it for that. Period. There's no no two ways about it. But it's better that a, a company based in the United States is going to use our data than one in China, I guess. So good. We're cool. Great. TikTok's not going anywhere. And now TikTok is America. TikTok is an American company. It will be. It's not official, but it will be. So anybody that's giving me crap about being on TikTok, huh? You don't give me crap anymore because it's going to be an American company. And we can thank Donald Trump for that. So I'll have a sip to that right here to our great president. Everything America, make making America great again, bumping out Chinese companies and making them American, bro. Boss, boss move, savage, bro. You're a savage. All right, couple things that we uh, that we need to get to. I have a DB alert, and this is more of a spilt milk DB alert um, that just just blows my mind. Okay, so we'll get to DB alert. We, we didn't get to, I read a column today, an opinion piece on parenting. I can't stand taking advice from people who don't have parents, uh, who don't <laughs> who don't have parents, who don't have kids. I want to talk about that. Uh, Twitter did something and is doing something to me that is unacceptable. It's absolute garbage. They have the right to do it. Listen, they have the right to 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 screen their content, but I think it's a BS move. And then of course we're going to talk about the Boston Marathon bomber and what's going on with that because that is just it, it, it's enraging, enraging. First off, let's just get to the DB alert. DB alert stands for douchebag alert. Let's sound the alarm. Douchebag. We have a DB alert. You are a douchebag. DB alert up in New Hampshire. I'm doing a massive job in Loudon, New Hampshire, right? A job that requires heavy equipment. I don't know exactly what you call them. Uh, they, we have bobcats. I know what a bobcat is, but we got the claw, the crusher, the thing. It's like, big ass thing. You rip houses down with this sucker. And I got a heavy ass equipment up there. And the and we dropped off the equipment and the equipment all fueled up and ready to go. The very next day that we get there to start, so the equipment got dropped off. Then the next day we're starting the job. We get up there seven in the morning, ready to start the job, ready to run the equipment. Over a hundred gallons of diesel fuel was siphoned out of the big machine. Uh, the thing, well, it's not over a hundred; it's a hundred gallons. The thing takes a hundred gallons of diesel fuel, bro. It's like four hundred dollars worth of, uh, of fuel. Not to mention that. Well, let me let me just start off. First off, what kind of a scumbag goes to a work site and siphons off a hundred gallons of fuel? And it, it, let's not make any BS about it. I'm pissed off about it because I should have known better and I should have made sure that, it, that the cap had a lock on it, right? So I'm not blaming anybody but myself. I blame myself for the loss. I I should have known better, and that if I'm going to have heavy equipment somewhere, that you gotta you gotta have a cap with the lock on it so some asshole doesn't come by and steal it. But honestly, what kind of a douchebag? Goes to a job site, steals a hundred gallon worth of diesel, and, and second off, who has the ability to do that? Do you know how long it would take to siphon a hundred gallons of fuel? 
Literally. I want you to think about it. Think about when you were a kid and you're messing around with one of your buddies. Maybe you didn't do this shit, but I did. And you'd go and you'd stick a little cut hose in your buddy's uh, tank and you'd you'd suck it and you'd drain his tank like all underneath his car to fuck with him. Maybe 20 gallons of gas or something like that. Bro, that takes forever to do. That's hard to do. A hundred gallons. Where the hell are you going to put a hundred gallons? That's a lot of fuel. You need to have a big ass tank on a truck. In a pump, at least, you got to have a pump. If you don't have a pump, bro, you're going to be there for like five hours. What'd this guy get there? At eight o'clock at night? Stop pumping and bounce out of there at like five in the morning? Scumbag move. You, sir, have got to be the biggest douche on the planet to, one, roll by someone's work site and be like, oh, there's no gate. They got heavy equipment there. Let me go check if the cap is, is uh, a lock cap. Realize that it's not. Then call up your boys or something. Get a truck with a big enough take on it, and then you start siphoning my fuel. You steal. You rob. You're a scumbag. And you know who you are. You're a loser. Plain and simple, you're a bum if you're stealing fuel off of somebody's work site. You're an absolute scumbag. You're probably one of those bums that thinks that you should get an extra 600 bucks a week while you stay home, and then on, on the part time, you'll go around stealing fuel from people. Honestly, it's a dickhead move. Sorry, I need to take a drink of my beverage. Just absolutely pissed off. It's my own fault. I, I look in the mirror. We all know that. I look in the mirror and I blame myself because I didn't, I should have had the site more secure and make sure that these guys couldn't show up. But absolute garbage that you would steal that kind. Bro, $400 worth of fuel. It's insane. You deserve to get, you know what should happen is I, I, I wish I could find you and I fucking dump diesel fuel on you and I light you on fire. So needless to say, it, 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 it effed everything up. Um, you know, but luckily enough, we had a, a, a truck that you can actually put fuel in and bring it to the site, but we had to go take the truck. We had to fill it up $400 more worth of gas gone toast. So now you're into a project for 800 bucks and you haven't even fucking started. So anyways, all's going well. The site's looking fantastic. It's a massive cleanup. It's like five, uh, five acres of land that's getting cleaned up. It's a great job. Um, and I'm up there babysitting it for my company. To make sure shit's getting done the way it's supposed to get done. And right off the bat, I mess up, so I'll take the blame on it. But I just can't believe that there, that there are people out there that siphon gas. Who are these people? Who are you? Honestly, you're the same dude that breaks into a, a, a bank-owned property and you cut the copper out of the building. What kind of a skump? Get a Bro, get a job. Get a, You know what? If you showed up to the site and was like, hey, hey, bro, I know how to use a, a loader. I'd be like, all right, great. You know what? Hop in the loader. I'd rather pay you 400 bucks for the week to work than have you steal. I'd rather you come up to me and say, hey, I'm going to steal your fuel when you're gone tonight or I'll work all week. I'll put you to work then. I'd rather put you to work or have the nuts and be like, hey, listen, I stole 400 bucks from you. Now I'm going to work it off. Scumbags. And I'm sweating my balls off down in the basement. Hot as fuck. I don't know what's what's with the world and what what's wrong with people. I blame everybody's parents. I blame their parents. Plain and simple. Anybody, any kid that turns into be a scumbag, I, I look right at your parents. Show me your father, I'll show you your future. If your father's a, a, a douche, you're going to be a douche. If your mom's one, you're going to be one. They didn't raise you right, so therefore you're out stealing. You're 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 out. You don't honestly. You don't know shit about fuck. So you're out stealing fuel from my job site. And it's, it's really bad, bad people 
it's like it's hereditary. Your father probably stole fuel. Your father's father probably stole fuel. Fuel. The, your father before him he probably stole coal. The guy before him probably stole freaking wood to heat the house. It's a scumbag move. Absolute scumbag move to steal from someone. And it's not, it's your, you, yeah, it's your fault, but I blame your parents because they did a terrible job. They should be ashamed of themselves. They're probably dead and gone because you probably bopped them off because you fucking stole, you know, you probably stole your dad's car. Oh, all right, let's move on. While we're talking about parents, let's get to this other story. I was reading an article. I just, it caught my eye. So I thought, um, that I, that I would read it because it just caught my eye. The headline was, how do I tell, uh, or how do we, how do we tell our friends to leave? I, I changed the title. So what, how do I tell, uh, how do we tell our friends to leave their dickhead kid home? That wasn't the actual name, but that was the preface of it. Um, what, what happened here is uh, this person was looking for some advice because they enjoy hanging out with this, with, with their friends and this this particular couple has a kid that's a problem child and they like to hang out with with the parents but they also like to bring their kid who's of the same age but the problem child uh you know is giving their son a hard time and i have two thoughts on this first off if you are hanging out with a couple that has a kid and you don't like their kid and you think that their kid is a piece of crap a dickhead or a scumbag is just being raised wrong Grow a set of balls. If if this person is your friend, you can just say, hey, bro, your kid sucks. Just tell them straight up, grow a set of balls and say, hey, sorry, but your kid sucks. I'm not bringing my kid to hang out, and I don't want you to bring your kid to hang out. If you want to hang out, we'll hang out as adults. You get a babysitter, I'll get a babysitter. Why? Because you, I don't want your fucking kid around my kid because your kid's garbage. Simple. Just simple. And, and if your friend doesn't like it, then maybe they should look in the mirror and, and be like, yeah. You know what? My kid is a piece of crap and I'm doing a terrible job. That's the problem. The real problem is the parent never wants to admit that their kid's a piece of crap. That's it. So there's my advice on that. It shouldn't even be something you need to think about. Now, on the other end, what I would tell you is if you're if you have a problem child, an alleged problem child giving your kid a hard time, I would tell simply tell my kid. I would say, hey, listen, you got two options. If the kid gives you a hard time, punch him in the face, punch him. Bullies don't mess with kids it, with kids that punch them. And, and, and your son might say, oh, but, you know, he'll beat me up. I'm like, yep, that's great. He might beat you up. And then the next time he comes, you're going to punch him in the face again. But he'll beat me up. Yep. And every time you will punch this kid in the face and eventually the kid will get sick of it and leave you alone. Or you might realize that you could beat the shit out of this kid anyways. Plain and simple. So I would tell my own kid, why don't you get, why don't you grow some balls when this kid's giving you a hard time, push him away. Next thing. If my kid is interacting with another kid that's a donkey and I'm there, I correct both the kids. Plain and simple. I don't give a shit if it's your kid. When your kid is playing with my kid and that and your kid is doing something, now I won't hit your kid. So don't worry about that. But if your kid is, so let's say my kid and your kid are hanging out and your kid starts chumming rocks at a window. Yep. Yeah, bro. I'm going to first off, I'm going to tell my son, what the hell are you doing? Next thing is, your, your punk-ass kid that's throwing a rock, I'm going to be like, hey, you don't throw rocks at people's windows. I'll, I'll tell the kid straight up, stop acting like an idiot, plain and simple. And then when the kid goes to your house and says, oh, Mr. Paziali told me I was an idiot for throwing rocks, and you come to my house and tell me 
that I shouldn't talk to your kid that way, I'm going to tell you that, yeah, maybe someone should, though. I'll tell you straight up to your face, hey, bro, maybe someone should. Maybe someone should tell your kid that he's a punk. Maybe you should do something about it. Maybe you should tell your kid, don't, don't be coming here at my house yelling at me because your kid's throwing rocks through a window and I'm not going to let it happen. Sorry, I got to parent your kid along with my kid. That's what you do. So the question from the top was, how do you tell your friends not to bring their piece of crap kid around when you're hanging out? Simple. You just tell them. At, you, you, you got a buddy and his kid's a piece of crap? You just say, hey, your kid's a piece of crap. I don't want him hanging out with my kid. If he truly is a piece of crap, uh, uh, unless you're just being a bitch and you can't handle it. Because nine out of ten times, your kid, it, it, the, the problem kid is, is a good kid, but he's just a little aggressive. It, he's like 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 I, like I was as, as a kid. I'm a little, I'm aggressive. My daughter's aggressive. My son is not, but my daughter's that kid. She's aggressive. And I said, well, it's really what it really seems like is that you're a pussy and your kid's a pussy. That's what I would say. I'd be like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm dealing with a bunch of pussies here. That's the problem. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to parenting. So if you have a friend, uh, some um, um, bad uh, Brandy, thank you. If you have a friend, right, that you like hanging out with and you don't like their kids, tell the friend. There's no two ways about it. People just tell them, say, I don't like your kid. Your kid is a punk. Simple. And if your friend is a good friend, he'll respect it and say, yeah. Or he'll probably defend his kid and say, oh, you know, my kid's not that bad. And I was like, no, nah, bro, your kid broke a fucking window down the street. Your, your, your kid keyed somebody's car and your kid's a punk, period. He's a punk. I, you just tell him. Simple. There shouldn't be a problem with this. You shouldn't even get advice from a column, from uh, someone who, has, who writes a column who probably doesn't even have kids. Grow some balls. That's the problem that we have. We, we don't grow balls. And I told you guys a few months ago that the, the kids in my neighborhood with my son, that were all thought they were going to get into a big brawl or, against one kid. I grabbed the one kid. I dragged his ass out of here. And I, and I sent his ass home. He's not from the neighborhood. And then I went back to the kids, to the group of them. There's like 10 of them. And I said, all right, let's go. Which one of you pussies wants to go? Let's, I called him right out. I said, let's go. Who wants to fight? Who wants to fight? All of them. I said it to every single one of them to try to prove a point. And then I got some parent coming to my house. One of the moms comes to my house and I said, ma'am, is your husband around? She's like, you'll talk to me. I go, no, ma'am, sorry. I, I, it, if you have a problem, I, I need to talk to your husband because I don't talk to a man's wife, bro, because I'm a man. A man doesn't get into a beef with another man's wife. And a man calls the husband over and says, gives his grievances to the man, plain and simple. Man comes over, he says, what's going on? And I said, hey, I just, I, I, first off, your wife came here. I have no disrespect towards your wife, but when I deal with these types of issues, I like to deal with the man of the family. Man of the family came over, and I told him exactly what happened. And I told him straight up that I told this kid that I'd kick his ass. I told him straight up. I said, I go, hey, you guys are so tough. Let's go. I'll kick your ass right now. Not that I would have. I would have never laid a hand on the kid, ever. But I was trying to make a point to these guys, that they think they're tough, they think they're street fighting, they think they're going to go gang up on some kids, so I said, all right, you guys think you're tough? Let's see how tough are you, and I'll do that with your kid if your kid is with me, and if you don't like it, don't bring your fucking kid around me or around my kids, simple, I'll straighten your kid's ass out in a heartbeat, because I'm not going to put up with this shit, and neither should you, we need to raise our kids in a decent way if we want to have a shot at continuing being a great country. If you want the American dream to stay around and you don't want your kids getting pushed around and bossed around by an oppressive government, then you need to step up and be a good dad and be a good mom and set their asses straight. 
plain and simple. Instead of being a bitch when something happens to your kid and you blame somebody else, you go, oh, little Johnny. Johnny, my, just popped in my head because my buddy last name's John. Uh, but, you, you know, let's just say Nariam goes to school and the, and the teacher's like, oh, you know, your kid got an F and Nariam's like, oh, it's the teacher. Bro, it ain't the teacher. It's you. You go to school, you screw around, you don't pay attention, you're not applying yourself. That's not the teacher's fault. The teacher's out to get me. Teacher's not out to get you. Bro, trust me, the teacher just wants to go to work and go home. Teacher showed up at 7, wants to bounce at 3, doesn't want to deal with your crap whatsoever. Just wants you to go to school, do your work, and shut up. So there. Plain and simple, parents. The question was, how do you tell another parent not to bring their kid around? Simple. You just tell them. That's it. If you feel it and you've got a problem with somebody, you just tell them. Simple. Plain and simple. You just say, I don't want your kid around my kid. Simple. And if your friend doesn't like it, tough crap. Grow some balls. Tough crap. Sorry, I don't want your kid around my kid. Simple. It's not that hard. Now, me on the other end, I like the problem kids. I love when the problem kids come to hang out with my son because I try to set them straight. I really do. I have a couple of problem kids that come and hang out with my son and I try to teach these kids how to be smarter, how to be, I try to teach them all the time. I'm like, why are you doing something like that? You guys are supposed to be boys. You guys got to stick together. I try to teach these kids where their parents won't. Plain and simple. Where their parents won't and their parents don't give a crap. I'm like, bro, I'm like Jesus, who Jesus used to hang out with the sick people and the sinners because he was trying to turn them good. Well, I hang out with all the badass kids that suck and that are going to be plights on society because I don't want them to be a plight on society. I'd like to try to get in their ear and try to help them out a little bit and set them straight. Let them know that what they did was wrong and disappointing and that they shouldn't be doing stuff like that. That's what I like. So you got a problem, kids? You send them to me. Boot camp posse alley. I'll send them stand ass straight in a heartbeat. Yeah, someone just said treat your kids straight up, dude. I'm not I'm not I'm not your friend. I'm your dad. All right. Let's uh TikTok. I want to talk about TikTok. The other day, um we got a letter. Now the letter wasn't sent to me and I didn't open the mail. For those who could be like, "Well, you can't open up somebody else's mail. It's a federal offense." I didn't open the mail. The mail was open and it was on my uh my kitchen table and it was a letter from Nancy Pelosi. It didn't really come from Nancy Pelosi. It came from her campaign. And the letter is, you know, she's just trying to fundraise to get some money to support the other Democrats that are running for Congress so that she can keep the majority. And then she went on, and the letter goes on, of ripping on Trump and, and Republicans. Anyways, I made a TikTok video of me ripping it up. Just ripping it up, being like, don't send these letters to my house. Bye. See you later, Nancy Pelosi and your fucking progressive movement. Bye. This is why we have parents. It's people like you, why we have parents that are wondering whether or not they should have their kids hang out with problem kids and ask them, call them, call them us for advice instead of just looking in the mirror and being like, nah, I don't want my kid hanging out with your kid. Tough crap. So anyways, I got the letter. I did a video of it, ripping it up, posted it on TikTok. Then I also posted it on my other social medias. But guess what? Yeah, Nancy Pelosi, muzzle pig, 100%. So TikTok lets me post it. Facebook, no, I didn't post it on Facebook. I posted on TikTok and let me post it. I posted on Twitter, not Twitter, Instagram and let me post it. I tried posting the video multiple times on Twitter, a video of me ripping up a Nancy Pelosi letter, and it would not let me post it. So I thought, okay, 
Maybe it's just a problem with my connection. So I uploaded something else, just a normal tweet that I would send and it went through no problem. So I was like, all right, let me try the video again. I tried it again. I tried it about 20 times. Twitter would not let me post the video. I'm convinced, 100% convinced that Twitter would not let me post it because they're trying to censor the, the, my opinion on Nancy Pelosi. They're trying to censor my, my support for the Republican agenda. They're trying to straight up, they're, they're, they're picking what type of content could be on their platform and they have the right to do that. It, it, it's a private, um, company so they can decide what content goes on their on their pages or not. But 100% Twitter would not allow me to post a photo, not a photo, a video of me ripping up a letter from Nancy Pelosi. And I believe that they did it because it doesn't line up with their agenda, which is the left wing type of agenda. I'll still use TikTok. I love TikTok. I mean, not TikTok, Twitter. I like Twitter. I like, I like posting on Twitter, but I, I'm now suspect of them and their agenda. And I believe that the Twitter police have bumped my content because it's conservative, plain and simple. And it, I don't know why they wouldn't let me post it. It's the only reason that I can think of. I tried posting it again today, would not let me post it. So Twitter is banning my content because my content is not sympathetic or is not in line with the left, plain and simple. I, my, my, and it's not even bad. It's uh, what it's, it could be uh, that the Secret Service. <laughs> Someone said the Secret Service. That's funny. So it's it's just garbage. So all I did was to show my disdain for Nancy Pelosi and for her trying to get some money from my family for her agenda, which I do not support. I support the Republican uh, Party and I support the Republican agenda and I'm in line with the conservatives. And because I am, I believe that they purposely will not let me post this video. I've tried to post it 20 times now and it's not gone through. And I've sent out many tweets after that with no problem. So I just wanted to let you guys know how much BS it is that this company is trying to... uh, Basically, they're just trying to censor us. They don't want other people to realize how many Republicans are out there, how many of us support, uh, uh, you know, the American dream, the United States, the flag, the anthem, stuff like that with banning a post of me ripping up a letter from Nancy Pelosi. They don't want that to catch fire. They don't want it to go viral. They don't want people to see me ripping up a letter from Nancy. All right, let me check the time. I know we haven't been on long, but we probably won't go too long here today. Last one. Let me just make sure it's all right. Last, last thing I want to talk about, and it's a little bit of a, 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 it's a serious topic, and it's it's just shameful. So over this, uh, I guess it happened Friday. Um, a federal appeals court, it basically, uh, I don't know how to put it, man. So the the Boston Marathon bomber, that scumbag kid. That's in that, you know, maximum prison in Colorado or wherever the hell it is that was sentenced to death for what he did. He killed three people. Um, it actually might be more people, but he killed a kid. He, he set up bombs and uh, 280 people got hurt. Uh, there are a lot of people that are still affected by it. I mean, the families that lost somebody or lost their child, they're never going to be whole. And then you have the people that are actually still alive that are missing an arm or they're missing a leg or they're missing two legs or they have scars all up and down their legs or on their arms from the shrapnel from 
uh, from the bomb that these cowards put out there on on on, on the marathon, like on on the route. We all know what happened, so we don't have to really get too crazy into it. But 2013, these scumbags at the Boston Marathon, they plant these pressure cooker bombs at knee level or lower, and they blow up, and it ends up killing people, and it ends up uh, uh, permanently injuring people for the rest of their lives. Blowing, like I said, some people will never, they, they can't walk again. They don't have legs, bro. They don't have legs. And then there are just some people that have scars that will be there for the rest of their lives. Their lives are permanently damaged by this and lives were taken. And then a uh, police officer dies uh, due to it in, in pursuit. Um, and this kid, he's not even a kid. This man, this scumbag, this loser, this terrorist deserves to die. And he was sentenced to death. He should have never, ever, ever made it out of the boat. They found him in a boat in Watertown. He should have never made it out of the boat. They should have fucking blew the boat up right then and there and lit his ass up and ended it for everybody. They should have ended it for everybody and just been like, you know what? We're not going to give this kid an opportunity uh, to be able to beat the death penalty and live out his days. He's still young. He's like 27 years old. He's going to be living in max prison for the rest of his life, sucking up dollar bills from the taxpayer, living a decent life. All the meanwhile, Right, and people's like, oh, it's not that decent. Like, bro, if you're alive and you got all your legs and you got your hands and you can think, it's decent. Because there are people that are going to live their whole life without legs. There, there are people that I know that will be alive for the rest of their life and they will never, ever, ever be able to walk again. Never. There are people without arms and there are people with scars and then there are families that will have to live for the rest of their life with their kid was murdered. This guy should be put to sleep. He should be murdered immediately. I think it's garbage that an appeals court saw it otherwise over some technicalities. I don't care about that crap. Fix the technicalities later in laws and in stuff like that. This dude is terrorist and deserves to die and there is no two ways about it there is no gray or black area whatsoever he needs to be killed now and the way they should do it what they should do is they should allow the the people that are still alive and that are still suffering from what they did i say an eye for an eye i say people like uh mark fukuro get to gets to go in there set up a pressure cooker right below the guy's kneecaps and blow his fucking legs off and then after his freaking legs are, are, are blown off let him get all healed up right give him a couple months he gets all healed up and then go and blow his damn arms off and then let he, let his arms get all healed up and then just tie a fucking pressure cooker right to his gut and then blow him up completely let him suffer a little bit sure fine with the dude suffering but ultimately what he did was not only an act of terrorism on our country on the great city of boston but he killed a child he killed people and then he, he literally injured people for the rest of their lives it's disgusting it's treasonous as if that's even a word and he should be put to death hands down and if you don't put people like this to death they'll do it again they need to pay the ultimate price that's the point here it's not a deterrent to be able to come to the united states kill people and then just get jail time a real true deterrent is if you kill somebody in an act of terrorism you will be killed too plain and simple killed done and i can't even imagine what it's like to be one of these three judges that decided that this dude wasn't going to get killed. Garbage. I w I, if I were the judge, I'd be like, yeah, this ain't going to be on me. Death penalty. See you later. F fuck the law. See you. Death. Death. This would be like one of those things where 
when Tom Brady, right, goes when, when Tom Brady comes up for a vote for the uh, the Hall of Fame, and they they don't even have to say anything. They just go Tom Brady. Everybody goes Hall of Fame. The whole place raises their hands. There's no question about it. When this comes, you're a judge, a three judge panel, and in comes the Boston Bomber Marathon Appeal, uh, uh, the, the Boston Marathon Bomber Appeal to see if he doesn't die or not. Every judge of them goes dead. Simple. No, we don't. We're not going to look at the evidence. Dead. We're going to go. Oh. So there are uh, 280 people that are still living that were affected by this. And um, there are like 15 people that don't have legs. And there are other people that don't even have both of their legs. And their lives suck now because this happened to them. Yep, dead. Oh, de- oh child, dead. Yep, dead. Police officer, dead. Oh, they're dead. 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 Simple. Dead. Dead. Plain and simple. I, I don't. We, I could go. I, I could go on and on about this. I don't want to hear people's sympathetic bullshit about. Oh, you know, being in prison is a lot worse. Nope. You know what's a lot worse? Being alive and not having any legs. That's a lot worse. You know what's a lot worse? Being alive but not having an arm. That's a lot worse. You know what's a lot worse? Being a parent and your fucking kid gets killed. That's got to be the ultimate sentence, bro. I can't think of anything worse in this entire world of having a child be killed. If one of my kids was killed, I'm telling you, there was there's nothing you could do. I I would I, I I would I would get Bro, if this dude killed my kid, I would commit an act of terrorism so that I could get put in the same fucking prison as him so that I could kill him. Do you get my point? There can't be anything that will ever make them whole. Imagine that. I want you to just think about that. And then you got the balls. You're a judge on that panel. And you just sit there and you could say, fuck you to these people. These people get no justice. These people get no peace of mind. Their kid was killed. There's dudes out there. Literally. Literally. Right now. There are like five, six people. Right? That are waiting to take a fucking piss. But they can't go by themselves anymore. Or they can't stand up by themselves anymore. Think about that shit. You don't think about it. None of us do. We don't because we got spilt milk and we have other things to do. And I want to go to the beach. And while I'm splashing down on the beach, my mind is completely a million thousand miles away from what happened to these people. But you know what? They think about it every day. Every fucking day. Every day. It never goes away for them. Their whole life is that moment. Their whole life is what happened to them at fucking 2013, and this dude needs to die now. All right. That's it. It's hot. It's sweaty. I think you guys know how I feel about it. Death penalty needs to happen for this guy, and I wish I wish this is one of those things where the president could step in because President Trump agrees. He retweeted. He said, death penalty now. I wish he could step in, but he can't. There's nothing he can do about it. I'm sure there will be another appeal if there can be. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how high up these things can go, but I'm sure there will be another case uh, to try to get the death penalty back and stated. But it just sucks for the families that have to go through this again. Imagine on Friday when that comes when that came out, and you're the you're the parent of the kid that died, or you're just sitting there and you got no legs and you have no legs because this dude blew him off, and then boom, they're like, oh, he gets to live. Can you imagine? Just think about that. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out. Um, I'm going to go to the beach. Listen, I don't know the times that I'm going to be doing the podcast. I do know that it's going to be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. Typically, it's going to be after 6 o'clock. 
except for on Sunday. Sunday, I'm probably going to do it earlier. The reason that I'm changing up the times is a little bit difficult on my family um, and myself. You know, I, I want to be able to spend time with my family and the time that I do the podcast messes everything up because I work a lot with my other job. But I will figure out a destination time because I believe that the only way for this to be successful is to do it the same time every day to keep it consistent so that everybody um, knows when the program is on so you can all tune in when I'm doing it. Otherwise, of course, the whole point of this is a podcast. I record my podcast and I want you guys to listen to the podcast in your car, on your ride to work. You can get my podcast at Anthony Paz or anthonypaziali.com. Both of those links are in my profiles on Facebook and on TikTok. Like me on uh, Facebook, follow me on TikTok, subscribe to my podcast and tell people about it. Let them know that we're doing this five days a week. I really appreciate it, okay? Thank you for listening to Spazzing Out.